Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Beyond the Bikini Radio. And today's episode, I'm going to be going over social media in the fitness industry and a couple issues that I've had and how I feel like it can kind of skew your actions when it comes to your fitness journey. Um, Basically, I'm talking about everything that I hate about social media, if you should unfollow someone, um, why they're they're sending all these mixed messages and my experience. So let's dive into social media. And I will be just primarily focusing on Instagram for today's talk. Now, when I first started getting into social media, I believe it was 2014 or 2015. I was still in college at the time. And I felt like back then, um, Instagram was filled with either like a bunch of random pictures of people and just sharing their life, or they would all be perfect pictures, perfect, you know, photo shoot quality pictures, not a single flaw. And you do see this with some creators, but I feel like a lot of people will just kind of share more of their day-to-day life. Um, But back then I would see these perfect pictures with, you know, these perfect hair, perfect makeup, perfect skin, perfect, um, definition, perfect life. And I would find myself comparing a lot and thinking, why, why does this person have everything that I want? And I had a lot of like negativity and jealousy with social media and not even just like negativity, but obsession in a way, obsession with thinking like, I wish I could look like that. I wish I could have that. Um, and wanting something that this other person had. And reality is, is I don't know that person. I don't know if they really look like that. I don't know anything about them. And I want to start social media off with, you don't really know the person. What you see on social media is a blink of an eye of that person's life. You guys see me share a lot of things of my life on Instagram, here on my podcast, on TikTok. You guys see all of that. But it's still not the same as knowing me in person. And I think that if you've ever been to like an expo before or met someone that you follow on social media, unfortunately, there's been a lot of times where I've been disappointed and I thought this person just isn't who I thought they were. And it leaves kind of a bad taste in my mouth. So you don't know who these people are and you don't know if they really look like that. Um, as for like the actual messages with people in the fitness industry, it's very confusing. You have some people who are like, do fasting, do keto, track macros, don't track macros, intuitive eating, compete, don't compete. You have all of these mixed messages. And so what I want you to do is look at everything, but it doesn't mean you need to follow everything. Follow what feels good for you. If that is tracking macros, tracking your intake, using an app, do that. 
If that is following a plant-based diet, do that. If that is eating low carb because you have certain health conditions, do that. Do what feels good for you. And if you have a certain fitness influencer to where their message doesn't feel in alignment of what your morals are or what you feel is right, unfollow them. If you were to look on my feed, you would find that I don't follow a lot of people who promote lose weight quick or waist trainers or fit tees. I don't follow people like that because I don't believe in that message. And if you don't believe in something, don't follow it. Don't absorb it because it's just going to be really distracting and honestly, just a waste of your time and energy. So follow people who inspire you, follow people to where you believe in their message, to where you follow them for more than just their body. Um, I think this is a big one with social media, follow someone for more than just their body and what they have to bring to the table. I know for myself on my Instagram I used to think that I had to post just bikini pictures and photo shoot pictures. And if you go back to my social media, you know, back in 2016, you'll see a lot of like ab pictures and super lean looking pictures all the time. And not a lot of like what I do now, which is like side by sides and education and honestly, just a lot of education. A lot of my posts have shifted, which, you know, has shifted my audience, but I want you guys to realize that I'm more than just my body. Hence the whole, you know, podcast beyond the bikini radio is we are more than just our bikini body. And I think that a lot of women get tied up to their social media, just being about their body when it's not about that. So look at the message and follow people who inspire you. My other thing is you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. So there's a lot of people on social media who I've met in person who will post this curated perfection where they just have this perfect life. They seem super happy, best relationship. And then you find out that the couple broke up or that the couple is getting a divorce or that the person is actually struggling with a full-blown eating disorder or depression, and they don't talk about it. And so if you look at some people on social media and think, oh my gosh, goals, I want to be just like her, like her life is perfect. You don't know what goes on behind closed doors. And I even know when I look back at my social media feed, there were times where I was struggling with a relapse in my eating disorder. And I, at the time, wasn't super open about it. This is like way, way, way back on social media for me. Um, Not anything recent, but there's times where I've relapsed and people didn't know because like I would post kind of like my typical content and they had no idea that I was really struggling at the time because I felt like people would judge me. So again, you don't know what the person is struggling with. And just a side note too, like before you comment, give that person grace because you don't know what goes on. I hate Instagram trolls. I hate trolls in general because I feel like these people are just so negative and waste their time. But if you're someone on social media and is experiencing, you know, negative comments, feel free to delete them. I don't have anything negative to say about deleting nasty comments. I think that it can be mentally harmful. And I don't think everybody has to have like a super tough, tough skin all the time. Like it's negative and you don't need it on your page. Um, you know, it's different in context. Like if you're a business and you did something bad and you know, someone's commenting about it, that's a little bit different. That's opening up the conversation. But if you post like a selfie and someone's like, ew, disgusting, like delete their comment. That person's obviously very insecure. 
um, I've gotten a lot of like nasty comments, like either overly sexual comments or just negative trolling comments through Instagram DM and comments in general. And basically I just delete it because that person is obviously very unhappy with their life. The fact that they took time to bring me down to troll on my stuff says a lot about them and hurt people hurt people. I've never once wanted to go on someone's Instagram and leave a nasty comment. I've never once DM'd someone super nasty, but I personally have had full-blown screenshots of conversations of someone making fun of me on Instagram. I've had people be nasty to me, and yet I've never done that. So know that if you're dealing with it, you can block people, you can delete their comments, you don't have to deal with it. But the other thing too is if you see it, if you see someone getting bullied on social media, report it. I don't care if you're, you know, 18 or over, report it, especially if you're 18 or under, report it and get rid of that. I don't think kids should be dealing with that, but I digress. With social media, I think a lot of people get nervous with unfollowing people. They think that it's going to offend a certain person. And there's been a lot of people where I don't like their message. Um, or their message shifts and I don't like it. So you you need to ask yourself a couple questions. Is this content serving me? Yes or no? Does this person inspire me? Yes or no? Is this person's content feel authentic, real? Yes or no? Do I like this person's message? Yes or no? Does this person comment back to me and is responsive to me when I have questions through DM? Yes or no? If you're answering no, 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 no with all this, then unfollow the person. If you're not inspired, if you find that the person doesn't respect whenever you're consistently commenting on their stuff and DMing them, which, you know, DMs, sometimes they can get messy in there. But if they just aren't giving you the time of day, unfollow them. Unfollow them, especially if they trigger you and they aren't making you happy. I'm going to take a drink. If you guys are listening, you can take a drink with me. I always get out of breath whenever I'm doing my podcast. So if you're not happy with the person's content, you can unfollow them. And I've realized that a lot of people that I've had to unfollow are ones who are posting what I feel like is not authentic content. People who I know are on, you know, performance enhancing drugs, and then they claim that they're natural or people who seem to have a very unhealthy relationship with food and watching them feels uncomfortable to me as someone who is, you know, forever in recovery as someone who struggled with an eating disorder. I unfollow people who I don't like their message where I don't feel like it's a good message in general. And that could be, you know, super low calorie dieting. I just unfollowed this one account where this girl always like brags about her clients losing weight, but they're eating 11, 1200 calories a day. I'm like, I don't like that message. And so I unfollowed her. So unfollow people who you aren't enjoying their content. Nobody cares. Okay. If they, you know, message you saying, why'd you unfollow me? You don't owe them an explanation. Um, you can mute someone too. So like, if you're not sure if you want to unfollow someone, maybe they're actually a friend of yours, but 
maybe lately things feel a little bit rocky, you can mute them and that can give you a break from watching their stories or even like looking at their posts. And I've done this with a handful of people too, not going to name names, but I think that it can be healthy to take a break from some people that could be possibly affecting you. The other thing that I want to talk about is being triggered. And this is like a touchy subject because when people are like, oh, you're triggered because you're insecure or you're triggered for some reason, I kind of disagree to some extent. So if you're someone who is in recovery with an eating disorder or recovery with your body image, recovery with your relationship with food in general, you can unfollow people who are triggering to you who are posting super lean pictures of themselves, who are posting content that you aren't enjoying, who are, you know, maybe talking on their stories about how much they're eating in a day or doing numbers and you find yourself comparing. You, as someone who is going through recovery, who might have a disordered mindset, could be triggered, okay? And the last thing that you want is to have like a relapse because of some thoughts that get taken out of context and... I found with myself when I was recovering that I would compare numbers. So like if I was on social media and I saw someone's weight or someone's macros, I'd compare and I'd compare a lot. And this was when I was a little bit younger, but I would compare a lot and I'm like, oh my gosh, like she only weighs this or she gets to eat this or she's only eating this. And I would compare and it was really unhealthy for my mindset. And I think a lot of people do this. That's why when I open a stupid question box on Instagram and I get questions on like, how much do you weigh? What are you eating in a day? How much cardio do you do? I think that these questions are kind of dumb because I think that the person is waiting to compare themselves to you, which isn't healthy. Um, Stop comparing your weight to someone else. Stop comparing your macros to someone else. Stop comparing your fitness journey to someone else because everybody's journey is different. If you see a transformation picture, you shouldn't think, oh my gosh, I wish I could transform like that. You should think, wow, that person is inspiring. Their hard work is paying off. You know, granted, let's say that they transformed in a healthy way. And I think that the social media fitness space is kind of a weird space to be in. There's a lot of different variety out there. I will say that I would recommend following the content that is going to educate you and not content that's just going to be focused on your body because fitness should also encompass health, which should also encompass internal health. So follow people who cover a variety of topics. Um, I follow, you know, people who cover more so on women's health and women's hormones. I follow hormone specialists. I follow movement specialists. I follow bodybuilding specialists. I follow um, recovery specialists. I follow a variety of different people who can help me become a better coach for my clients, um, who can also bring awareness to certain topics, bring awareness to things like birth control and body image and diet culture and, you know, competing and bodybuilding shows, bringing up different topics, um, movement, recovery tactics, stress, hormone regulation, all of this. And I think that a lot of people will just focus on accounts that are about abs and aesthetics and looking a certain way. But (laughs) 
looks only go so far. And I think it'd be great for you guys to kind of go through your social media and think of how can I widen who I follow and also who I should unfollow. And maybe it's a different account that you wouldn't typically follow. Um, A lot of these accounts that I follow mostly just post educational graphics. Like I don't necessarily know what the person looks like behind the page, but I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this stuff. It's educating me. It's teaching me and it's fun. But I also want to talk about how to support an influencer, which I don't really like that term influencer because my mindset goes to a girl with a big bubble butt and holding a bag of fit tea. But (laughs) how do you (laughs) keep laughing? How do you support an influencer, someone who creates content on Instagram or podcasts? Number one with podcasts, the only way that your your favorite podcast that you listen to can grow is through ratings and reviews and subscribing to it. So on iTunes, if you guys are listening to me on iTunes, yo, what's up? Um, the only way that you can support me is through re- giving me a rating and review and also subscribing to my podcast. And that way you're notified every time I upload an episode. You can also support podcasts by posting it on other social media platforms such as Facebook, TikTok, um, Instagram, etc. Now to support your favorite Instagram influencer, you can like their post, but I would highly recommend commenting, commenting on the post or sharing the post on your story or sharing it with a friend. I, as an influencer or content creator, want my message to be spread to a lot of people. So if I create a graphic that was really helpful for you and you share that to share that with someone else, thank you. Because the more people I can help, the more people my message can reach, the happier I am. Um, I like to create content that gets shown to people too. And unfortunately with Instagram, there's this thing called the Instagram algorithm where it shifts all the time, where sometimes my content is posted to, you know, a good, good amount of my followers. And then sometimes it's not, and it can be frustrating when I have something like an IGTV or a really good graphic that took me an hour to make, and then nobody sees it. So share it on your story, tag that person, let them know that you love what they're doing. DM that person, comment, like, you guys know what to do. Okay. Um, I'm going to take one more sip of water while we're here. Also, side note, I do flavor my water sometimes with crystal light. It's kind of my go-to right now. Lemon flavor. Yep. If you guys are listening to this, let me know what you're drinking. Um, but yeah, that's basically what I want to talk about with social media. I'm seeing a lot of issues with social media in general and who people are following, comparing to, and this is really just entertainment. Okay. And if you're on social media to be entertained, sure. Looking at half naked pictures of people can be entertaining, but I think that we should also be using our time wisely and using our time to be better. And that's only going to be done through educating and making ourselves better people in general. Um, Also, reminder, guys, that my Get Fit in Six Summer Challenge is open for enrollment. You'll be able to get more information on this in the description down below. But the challenge will be starting August 14th with enrollment being open now. The challenge is 
a six week long challenge where you are receiving customized macros. You're receiving two workout splits, one for in the gym and one for at home. I understand that not everyone is comfortable working out in the gym, and that's why I wanted to create a program that also has an at-home workout program for you, where all you need access to is some bands and a set of weight, and that can be a gallon water jug or a set of dumbbells. You're also going to receive group support where you can ask unlimited questions. You're going to have an intro to macro tracking a grocery list, a private check-in with me at week three, where I assess everything that you've tracked over the last three weeks and provide you with some adjustments to keep you progressing. And you'll also be able to have some cardio recommendations, cardio guides, app guides, meal ideas. It's just a great way to jumpstart your fitness goals. And the challenge is only $75. So it's definitely a bargain if you're needing some coaching and you're on a budget. But guys, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, make sure you share it like I mentioned earlier in today's episode, and I will talk to you guys later. Hey guys, on the Beyond the Bikini podcast, you know I talk a lot about training and nutrition. Trust me, it can be hard to hit the gym consistently, track your macros to a T, and feel like you're making progress. So rather you're a newbie in the gym or someone who's been hitting the gym consistently but possibly hit a plateau, then I recommend you check out my one-on-one coaching. No, I do not only coach prep clients, but I coach lifestyle clients as well. I would love to hear more about your goals, so feel free to apply for my one-on-one coaching down below at the link. There we can discuss what you're wanting to accomplish in the gym, with your relationship with food, and how I can help you reach your goals.